Are you worthy? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll have to take that BuzzFeed quiz and get back to you. You're not worthy, man. It doesn't matter. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. What is up, Matthew? Not too much, Connor. Here we are. It's the first time we're personally recording by ourselves. It feels like forever. But uh, yeah, we're we're tr- we're trucking along. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy happy to be recording. Happy to be doing something with the day. You know, fill the time. Fill fill good old Saturday with time and stuff. <laughs> Getting things done. Trying to. But yeah, so yeah, like you said, this is our first recording without a guest for a bit. We've, uh, yeah, had a few guests on, all of which would have been yep. released as of recording this. So yes. let us know who your favorite is. No, don't actually do that. <laughs> don't actually, but you know, but you know, just a DM us. Yeah, and then whoever you guys pick, we'll have back on. So I guess we'll go through some news and stuff that has happened in the meantime. So as of recording this. We're going to be, when this goes live, it'll be out of date a bit, but we'll talk about it. Unfortunate, some Star Wars news after Dan has been on. Yeah, I know. Unfortunate the way things work out, but I guess we'll start with some of the Star Wars news we got. So the first thing was that the um, anime studios and release date were announced for Star Wars Visions, the second. Yes. Star Wars Visions Season 2 It's coming out May 4th of this year, 2023. But what they've done instead for this one is they've picked all international animation studios. Um, so we have animation studios from Spain, Ireland, Chile, United Kingdom, South Korea, France, India, Japan, South Africa, and then the States. So they're all over the place. All over the place. I'm super excited because one of the um, one of the animators is Ardman, so Ardman Studios, which I'm like very excited for, but I'm also like, scared at Do the same they go time their classic yeah like is it gonna be, be right? wallace and gromit-esque it also if you the the article i have that i'm looking at right now it also breaks down like the episode names and stuff too so we have the sith the screechers reach in the stars i'm your mother that is the one that Ardman studio is going to be doing journey to the dark head all right the spy dancer the bandits of galak and the pit and ew song yeah that's it but I'm like, I don't know. You I, liked the first wave, the first season? Yeah, no, yeah, I thought it was, was great. I thought it was different, something new for Star Wars yep, as well. Sure. And I'm a sucker for anthology shows Fair and enough. anthology movies. Anything like that, that it's just like all one-off. And it showcases different animation styles, right? You may not be the biggest fan of one type of animation style, but that doesn't mean you won't like well, a different kind, right? Maybe you enjoy the studio enough to check out some of their other works, right? That's I'm sure that's part of what... This is about two. Yeah, exactly. Like, personally, I don't know about you, but I don't know any of these ones outside of Ardman. Yeah, none look too familiar. Like, Triggerfish sounds somewhat familiar, but that's South African animation studio. But yeah, we have, like, Cartoon Saloon from Ireland, El Giri from Spain. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, Punk Robot from Chile. Studio Mir from South Korea. That sounds familiar, actually. But 88 pictures, not sure. But I'm I'm excited for this one to see different animation styles from around the world. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's... More than just what we're used to, which is basically just 
North America and Japan. <laughs> yeah. With the occasional random Chinese um, anime think, animation studio. I think the studio. one studio they have on there, the yeah, Japanese one is the Dart one, right? I believe. I believe so, yeah. Dart Shinato. Yeah, I think they did like some Pokemon and stuff like that. Okay. I think Pokemon, I think they did some of Overlord, some of the Overlord series as well. Okay, okay. So we'll see we'll see what they end up releasing. Um, but it seems like they're a smaller studio that ends up being um sourced by other so this like we've talked about I think we've talked about it before, but Mappa Studios ends has done a lot of anime. But the reason they're able to do so much anime is because they outsource a lot of their IPs yeah. to other smaller studios. So looking at this list, it looks like um the Dart Shat Geo Studio has worked on stuff like Attack on Titan, the final season, um, Fire Force, uh, some of Gintama, High School DXD. And they may not be the front running studio doing that anime, but they have done episodes per se. So right here I have Attack on Titan, the final season. They've worked on episodes 81, 83 of Attack on Titan. Oh, oh okay. So they're obviously one of the, like, the, they must be a smaller studio that gets outsourced to do some work. For um, the bigger studios that end up having that IP. That's fair. And I'm also looking at the other studio called Studio Mir, Studio M-I-R. And they were the animation services for Legend of Korra. Oh, there you go. So that is, uh, and some, they did the new Young Justice season, it looks like. some. So, you know, they have big. Uh, Those are some good IPs. Like, yeah. They did, and I've seen both, so. Animation services, looks like they've done a lot of the DC movies recently. Oh, they did the that Witcher, this thing. I think it's a Netflix original. Yeah, it's a Witcher movie, an animated one. Yeah, so I would say looking forward to some of them then. Some big ones they can for do sure, Star yeah. Wars. I always like the animation. I mean, I feel like for Star Wars content also, I've enjoyed almost all of their animated content more than their live action. Live action, Other yeah. than Mando. Yeah, you can't like... It's, it's good. Would, would Mando be better good. if it wasn't live action? I don't think it would. I don't think it would have the same feel. <laughs> no, you're definitely not wrong there. It definitely wouldn't. But I do like pretty much all of the Star Wars animation stuff. I can't think of ones that are really like bad. And like some of them from Star Wars Vision Season 1 were big enough. Like there is a a novel out about uh, the first episode, which is like the Ronin Feels like line. it was a good way of putting out feelers to see what people liked. Yeah. Be like, okay, we'll expand on that. But it's also too because Star Wars Visions is like... For the hardcore Star Wars fans, it's all legends, and it's not connected to the main continuity. Oh, my. So it's like, you know. Controversy. The controversy. It is, though, because a lot of people for Star Wars Visions are like, how can this happen if this is not part of the main canon? It's like, well. Easy. You still enjoy it. You just enjoy it. It's Star Wars, you know. Just accept it. Yeah, gosh. Other Star Wars news is Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel um, Star Wars video game, is being delayed. Now, it's not being delayed by much. Their original release date was March 17th, moving back to April 28th, so about a month. Okay, not terrible, not terrible. Something in a couple of weeks, maybe, but in my opinion, if the game's not finished and it's not ready, take the extra time to make sure the game's actually ready and polished for release. I hate... Are you uh, talking about a certain video game that came out a couple months ago, or...? Dude, how about, like, every new hyped video game ever? They're just never complete, and they're never, like, just release, if you gotta push it back, push it back, and release a proper You're not wrong. Game. You know what I mean? That goes for Pokemon, that goes for, I know, 
it was pushed back multiple times with Cyberpunk, but it had so many bugs, so many issues on launch. I feel like if you're launching a game, it just shouldn't have problems like that. You know, there shouldn't 100%. be a day one update. No, there shouldn't be. So I would say push it back a month if it needs to be pushed back. I'm totally down with that as long as the final product ends up being better and there's no issues. Mm-hmm. I know that some people aren't going to be happy about the pushback, but... Is what it is. It is what it is, exactly. In other news, uh, what we uh, we tried to play an escape, I guess. An yeah, escape yeah. So there's a game. couple different brands that do them. There's one that's called, like, I think it's called Exit. There's one that's literally called Escape. Um, is that the right exit. terminology, though? Escape yeah, room escape, game? escape Room Board Game-esque. Um, I've played a few of them before. I swear, don't trust like levels. Like, if you've never done one, don't jump to like level two or level three. Just start at level one. Yeah, because you kind of get cheesed. I guess yeah. like for me, the biggest surprise is I've never done. I've never done an escape room, and I've never done. Which we got to change that. We got to get you to game, do an but escape room, but it's more just like the way of thinking you have to get used to. Right, you have like, to think that's so why, far out of the box. Yeah, I don't think the level three necessarily the puzzles were hard it's more so the thing that makes it difficult is if you've never done it your brain just doesn't think yeah in that way so like some of our puzzles were involving like the box or like cards that you think are just with it like as promotion cards for other versions of their games that are actually involved in the game so i would say it was interesting i did maybe lose a little bit of attention so if you have some attention (laughs) issues (laughs) Either you sprint through that sucker or... Yeah. Well, it, on the box, it does say it takes one to two hours to play. I mean, we definitely took, we, definitely took that. We took at least an hour-ish, at least, yeah. But I would say overall, like, yeah, I'd be down to try another one, especially like, like, like a real there, escape yeah. room person. We'll have, to do, we'll have to do a legitimate escape room. There's also a brand, I think it's called Unlock, and they do more like... There's Star Wars-themed escape boxes. Oh, okay. Like, or there's a Wizard of Oz one. There's, there's plenty of them, but they're super fun. I think the, what interests me the most about them is like the people, the people that go and make them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. It's more crazy for me to think of the people coming up with the puzzles and being like, wow, that is impressive. Mm-hmm. Because just the way my brain can't even be like, oh, oh okay, I got to take the box. Okay, look at this. But if you're coming up with the game, you have to think reverse, right? You have to think That's of what the I mean. answer like some, and you got to move. You would think like, it'd be easy because you're just coming up with the ideas. Oh, let's let's add the box. Okay, so how are we going to add the box into yeah. it? Okay, we're going to add these cards into it. But you have to still be solvable for someone else and have it linked up with all yeah. the other clues. And it's definitely... and It's, it's so impressive, cool. though. It's creative the way it's handled with the cards being... Mm-hmm in proper order clues a all the way to i think this one went to y yeah and then having the clues to help if you need assistance with two clues and the solution using symbols to help with it yeah i'd i'd love to do an escape room with you in person just to see because the way escape rooms works in person is literally you're you're in a room or various rooms for a full hour yeah and i've done various ones where it comes down to i've been in one where you're handcuffed against the wall to start oh dear and you have to somehow look around the room, figure a way to try and get the key that's on the other side of the wall and like so on and so forth. Um, I've had other ones where you walk into this room and there's just piece of pipes all over the ground and you have to somehow figure out how to make them so it creates a code that then it goes into that door. Um, I've been in one where a door, after you unlock it, you hear like a click and a door just opens from the ground. Oh. Like 
it's super insane. There's again, there's two for escape rooms. I find there's always two different ones. There's always one where it's full on escape the room. Yeah, like basics, that's the only goal. And then or there's, there's story based, based ones. Yeah. yeah, like I've done one where you're escaping a little girl's nightmare, and there's a room that was literally covered in dolls. It was terrifying. It was a little spook. Um, but yeah, ones we'll, were, we'll definitely have to go to one. Yeah, and we'll we could discuss it on the podcast. Exactly. Matt finally did his Power Rangers session two as the six months later the game master of the Rangers. Yeah, all your Rangers were present. All they were, plus the new Ranger that joined up, which is awesome. So now Very we nice. officially have five Rangers. Um, it's a little rough, a little rough. We didn't do it in person because there was a giant snowstorm. Um, so we did it over Discord instead. Canada problems. Canada problems. Am I right? Um, I don't like doing sessions over Discord. I know I've only done one person. In person, one on Discord, but man, they You're get already distracted done, like, so easily. Yeah, took us four hours to do one session, and like we were fighting a monster, and it took like over two hours because people kept getting distracted. Which sometimes that is sometimes just combat, it does. Though. Yeah, uh, we've had some um, very long combat. It happens sometimes. Don't get me wrong, um, but it got to the point they were just all rolling. Like, okay, so I'm at work by the way. When I started it, like started the session at work because I thought we were going to be closed yet we weren't. Um, so I'm closing up as the session begins, right? And this is the only time. That I've just told everyone to just re-roll. Because it was just pathetic. Like, so I'm like, all right, guys, roll for initiative. These are the numbers that we're rolling. The high, I'm starting with the highest one. 11. Mm-hmm. 7. Yeah. 2. And 1. Yeah, but that's fine for initiative order. I was like, only, There's only one other thing in there, right? That you they were fighting one thing? Yeah. So what's the problem with having... It doesn't matter if they're high initial rolls or not. Oh, it was just sad. So I was like, you know what? I let them all roll, roll. And then some got higher numbers. Some really didn't change too much. But it's okay. Um, but yeah, session two went okay overall. I had a little uh, interesting moments. Highlights, let's say, is they got introduced to like their Zordon as character. And they're in like their command center. And the one ranger who has an obsession because of the way his character is, is that he has to follow animals. And, like animals come more important than his than other humans um he lost his guinea pigs in session one so we we get to the command center and his first thing is when he meets his zoran character is to pull out his blaster point it toward the zoran character and ask him where his guinea pigs are or he will shoot him man wanted his guinea pigs respect i respect it but man it was rough but it, i've noticed i don't know how it is for your D campaign but like it seems like certain players are obviously more invested in having more fun with it like they're getting out of their shell more than others could also be the characters, could be some of their first time playing exactly. a role-playing game. I'm sure it's also the second session, like you said, and yeah. a lot of time between sessions. So they have maybe it's like still getting the rust off. Yeah, I agree. That's why I'm hoping that session three will be in like a couple of weeks and not like a couple That's months. Far apart, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, they got introduced to the new Ranger. The way I did it is I had my friend Christian, who I just told everyone that he was like debating about joining the campaign. He was just going to sit and watch and then... Little they know that I already made a character with him and everything. So then after they get back to a certain part, I like reference that there's potential more rangers later on or like there's other rangers somewhere. And then um, they go into another room and then boom, Christmas character is just like standing there ready to train them. A couple of them were like, what? what? Eddie, who was on a previous episode of this year, was he's part of the campaign like we discussed in the episode, but he already knew ahead of time because yep. I made his character and the other character like connect. So like, when Christian's character shows up, it's not just a random person. Yeah, there was but, like that link. Yeah. But nice. going based off that, how was how's your D and D sessions going these days? Well, we just started our second campaign. Uh, so y'all died. No, we didn't. No, oh, I no, no, it's one of you. Two. I lived. You lived. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the party basically got wiped by a shadow dragon, the shadow fell. And uh, so, yeah, we, then we kind of had a little hiatus. We had a one shot that one of our players ran his first session. How did that go? Pretty, good. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, and then our DM, Eric, who we've had on the podcast, mm-hmm. he's just, you know, life's going on, busy, got renovations going on at the house and stuff. So he hasn't had time to work on the second game because there's a lot of now he's got to start over basically yeah figure. so he, we figured out the setting he gave us we all made our characters and whatnot and it takes 200 so the cool thing is we're taking place in the same universe same world perfect 250 years into the future Ooh, okay and yeah i think the first session went pretty well uh i made some easter eggs for our connections to characters nice because uh, the one cool thing about i have two characters from campaign one yeah and both of them lived so I got to create backstory for those characters during those years they would have been living mm-hmm. to get to the 250 year park. So I got to make a family tree for one of them. That's awesome. Um, I got to tell talk to Eric about what I would have personally wanted them to do, accomplish, et cetera, et cetera. So one of the big highlights is that they opened up a new magical school Ooh. in uh, Amphordome, which for my DM campaign is the city that my first character is the ruler of. Okay. So I had my two characters that I made that lived work together to open that. Nice. Uh, magic is obviously starting to work up. It previously was not as uh, popular. Yeah. Prominent in the world because mm-hmm. of reasons uh, in the campaign. And yeah. So then I put some Easter eggs like the current king is no longer Zodan, who's the character I came up with. But it's like his, I think, great grandson or grandson I remember I'd have to look at my family tree I made, mm-hmm. but he is named after Zodan's dad. Okay. But also after Lumiere, who is Zodan's best friend, who was our Dan, who we've had on the podcast. That yep. was his character who died. Oh, okay. Okay. And it was Zodan's best friend. So like there's it. like a nice, so it's, he likes to go by King Lumiere. Mm-hmm. So Dan loved uh, the reference. He loves like the kind the- of. Keeping the world built in lore, yeah, built in lore for the world, yeah. Where maybe the character, obviously the characters aren't going to recognize that, the current mm-hmm. characters, but for the players, it's fun. They're like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so he was super hyped about that because he was like, wait, what? King who? <laughs> King what now? So I do have uh, some other things I came up with that hoping we'll get to eventually. It's only the first session. Yeah, so there's and some, I'm sure Eric will drop stuff that I didn't have any say in either. Like that's just stuff I worked with him yeah. personally with because. I had those two characters that I could help put my own two cents into yeah. the world and have see how they affected the world in the 250 years that passed. And my current character is a knight of Amphordom. He's a knight close to the king. He grew up with the current king. Okay. So I kept him related to the city that I started in. Mm-hmm. He's a lot different than anyone else. He's a paladin. <laughs> this is my first time playing like a paladin and he's going to be very you know stereotypical goody two shoes for the rules see how that goes see if it changes but yeah it's uh i just like it's there's both fun and sad like it's sad i didn't get to play out those characters but mm. it's fun helping build the world lore together yeah and now i have a new character who's still in the base has relations to those characters in a way right so that's enjoyable. That's good. No, I think that's awesome that he's connected it all throughout, even though it's been 250 years in the universe, 
there's still like connective points in it. Yeah, and I don't mean there could be a lot more connective yeah, points that no idea. That's right? just stuff I know because I was there. So, yeah, you helped out with it. I helped out with it. Um, other than that, um, we have a couple of our players that are now a little bit more out of their shells. The Evan, his character, his first character was more of just there. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a, a real backstory made or anything. He went pretty ham. He has a backstory this time. Beautiful. He's a lot more has a lot more personality. So excited to kind of learn and see how Evan interacts with the party now that he kind of has more to go by. Okay. Troy's character is a completely different character than he's played before. He's got a lot of sass and attitude, which is usually he's a very much more go with the flow. Yeah, which we've discussed on his episode as yep. well. So that's also different, but excited to see how they end up interacting and how the party merges meshes, meshes you know? together. Yeah, because yeah, though I did set it up so Troy, Troy and my character, they don't know like they're not friends or know know each other, but they've interacted multiple times. Gotcha. As he's a student at the magical school who gets in trouble a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm a knight who ends up coming and having to make sure things are all right. Gotcha. Okay. That's awesome. So being a character that's about the rules, I have like an already like distaste or dislike. Yeah. Him, or form a, a formed opinion about it. Formed him, opinion, say. yeah. So I'm excited to see how we, our two characters end up bonding or growing mm-hmm. to like each other or accept each other. <laughs> that's fair. Going off of that too is uh, I recently picked up an RPG play test book that um, it's for Marvel because Marvel's coming out with their own RPG. The actual playbook and first adventure is going to be coming out, I think, July or August. But the interesting thing I was going through it is the big difference between this one that I've seen a lot of the other ones is that it only uses three D6s, and that's it. Maybe that's to make it more simple. Make it more simple, but it's also like a hint because um, for like the main Marvel continuity, the Earth is 616. Yeah. So like they actually have it. So if you roll those particular numbers, it actually like is like arguably like the best role you can get like rolling a natural 20 yeah yeah the equivalent so that's cool but i'm super excited to go through that hopefully when it actually comes out it's it's weird but i'm not fully understanding how it works but it's a lot of that i feel like is going to be more pre-made characters because like it is the multiverse of marvel so you can kind of make your own character if you want yeah you can't do your like, own thing you kind of do your it's own a thing, matter but... of like of learning the rules yourself yeah Playing it out, maybe then getting familiar and then being like, okay, it's fine. Let's do. Yeah, I'll make my own Marvel Spider-Man yeah, exactly. style character. Yeah, it can be fitting. It's just it's always easier after you follow the like follow kind of like the guided rules and already yeah. made characters. You think it's like that. how we discussed the potential of doing a One Piece uh, yeah. D and D kind of RPG, and it's the complications are obviously taking D&D characters and classes and fitting them towards something that would be in one piece and yep. the power systems and how to scale those. And definitely it's complicated. Definitely. You I think can't... one piece is also harder because you'd have to introduce like the hockey system and like the devil fruit scaling system. It is. It's just, it's the problem with one piece. The main thing that one piece makes it works is it's all about adventure. Yeah. The issue is a lot of that adventure is on seas. So you gotta have boats. Yeah, I think a boat and boat combat. Yep. And then, like you said, you have different power systems, which are, there definitely are clever ways of working around Devil Fruits, I think, for sure. But you can't just do it as your first DM or no. GM session. You know what I mean? Like, 
you definitely have to have a couple one shots, maybe a campaign under your belt, just to make it easier on yourself when even homebrewing, really. Well, to, because it basically is that is yeah. all homebrewing. That's why I have and, slight and regrets there, about the Power Ranger one, but it's since fine. there is no um, one piece created one, yet, yeah, right. There's fan ones. That's the thing still. that helps with your with your Power Rangers one, though. It does help in the sense that it is already created the system, the way the rolling yeah. works. Like you have a starting point. The one sure. piece would be finding a fan made or and then working your own homebrew into that already homebrewed version of yeah a five e and making it work, which I will eventually do. I'm definitely going to try. Maybe that could be your goal for 2023. Start off 2024 with a One Piece. Need more RPG. people that are One Piece fans. We got 10 two. months. We got two. 10 months to get more. Maybe convince our boy Hayden. Yeah, maybe. That'd that's be three, three. And that's probably doable. I mean, you know, if you DM it, it'd be me, Hayden, that's three people. Gray. Oh, if, yeah. But uh, Gray's unlikely. He's not no. a big D&D fan at Dan. all. That's what I'm counting. Yeah, Dan, Dan would be the third and, one. And Hayden. Hayden. That's three. I'm not including myself because I'd be DMing. Yeah, you'd be DMing it. That's about it, really. Hey, it's possible. Strawhead's starting to start Eddie. off with many. Eddie oh, yeah, is like, getting through one Eddie, piece. So once maybe, Eddie's caught up, yeah. boom. Four people, joined. I think, would be the, that'd be be the easy. sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll definitely keep you in the loop if we end up doing that. And then other updates, I guess we'll do because, you know. It's been a while. Update-based episode. I feel like it's guess, 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 and we have to tell people, like, yeah, we By the way, this is stuff. what we've been doing. <laughs> we've actually been doing stuff. So um, we had our friend Dan on, as you guys yep. know. It uh, was the episode before this. Yep. And he's been on the anime grind as of late. He's Insane. Just, he's just been in the anime mood, so he's just been flying through anime. 12, 13 animes in the last, like, two-ish, three weeks, maybe? So he's inspired me to also... Get on the anime. More look at my list and see what I have as, like, as uh, shows I've already been watching. Yeah. And try and reduce that. I think I was at 28. Now I'm at 15, 14. 15, 14, like yeah. But... Yeah, I've cranked out. I've finished all of Chainsaw Man, finished all of Made in Abyss Season 2. I'm almost, I'm halfway through Summertime Rendering, finished, finally finished SAO War of the Underworld Part 2, which was, uh, and on top of that, I did Bleach the Thousand Year Blood War arc. And this is all while trying to, my best to keep up with seasonals as well. That's currently airing. Yeah. Like Blue Lock, Vinland Saga, etc. And yeah, definitely feeling good, cranking out a lot of that stuff. Uh, the anime club, we watched Vivi, was pretty decent, and now we're starting 86. Super excited. We watched the first three episodes, and I've been excited to watch, but I've been holding this sh- off on the show because I knew we might do it for this, and or I knew I was going to potentially watch it with someone else. Yeah. And now, finally watching it, it is, so far, it's only three episodes in, but I'm enjoying it, so I'm definitely looking forward to finishing it. Okay, okay. I know there's going to be a lot more left of the story after season one. Like, it's in two parts, so I'm just going to say season one is a total, but after it's done. But a lot of great things a lot of people have to say about it, so I'm excited to get through that series. And, yeah, that's uh, definitely the most anime I've watched in a while. That is fair. Honestly, same. And that's on top of watching The Crown. Yep. Been watching The Crown, a lot of The Crown. And uh, Bake Squad. It's kind of just a filler. That's fair. That's fair. I've been uh, on a similar anime grind, just not as hard as you or Dan. Because, you know, I uh, fortunately 
uh, I have like five jobs right now. So it's... Uh, unfortunately, fortunately. Fortunately, unfortunately. Uh, You're busy. Unfortunately, I'm very busy because one job, I worked like 35 hours each week the last two weeks. Um, we got a one big project that's taking basically most of my nights yep. as soon as I, cause I usually work till eight or nine. And then by the time I get home, I'm either super tired. So I just try and get some done. It just doesn't work. And then I just had a couple shoots earlier this week for another project. And then I started a new project last night. And then I have my other job that I work on Saturdays and Sundays usually. And then the nerdy misfits. And then the nerdy misfits. Yeah. Busy lab, busy lab. Busy All trying to watch things as well and read things. I've been on more of a read binge. Yeah, um, but we'll get into we'll get into that. But yeah, recently, I mean, I watched uh, both season of B Stars. B Stars, yeah. That one uh, was unexpected for me because uh, I've, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that the anime is on Netflix. I'll probably watch it at some point. Um, but this one, it was like highly recommended. Like it has some pretty high ratings. Like whoever reads it or watched it seemed to enjoy it. Yep. But it wasn't like on my radar, so I was like, you know what? I'll give it the three three episode try. And I was like oddly hooked. I think the universe is very interesting. I've been like arguably tempted to pick up the manga, but I know the final season of the show is going to be coming out in 2024, so I might just wait a year. Um, otherwise, I finished up Vinland Saga season one. I'm going to start watching season two as one of the seasonals. Um, Record Ragnarok finished up season one. That was unfortunate. Um, the concept is sick, though. I think I'll definitely try and pick up the manga one day. But we'll see. And then I watched a Netflix show called Yasuke, based on the real story of a samurai dude. There you go, samurai. Can't samurai. go anything wrong with samurai. Exactly. Yeah. Um. That's pretty good, Matt. But otherwise, yeah. Cool. Saga, fine. Watch Vince. What was your thoughts on that? Down at then. Down at then. I can understand why people like it. I'll definitely be watching season two. And onward. Really and onward. Good. However um, long yeah. it goes. I will say the one thing, Dan's been crushing on anime, but it's fun because he isn't particularly picky. Mm-hmm. It's not like he just needs Shonen or something. Uh, so he's been uh, watching a few. He's watching Fruits Basket right now, which is one of my favorites. And he's liking it. So glad to have another you know, fan on board for a good show. Mm-hmm. He's been just bumping out fruit basket eh oh yeah you like cranked out first two seasons this week but you've also started a very unique series i'd say for you in terms of reading yes you were asking about light novels if i had any yeah i don't own many i own a chunk of re-zero and then i own a majority of the monogatari series yes you own you own the first two box sets of three Yes, of the Monogatari series. Yes. And, and so here you are. It's, haven't watched the anime. Don't watch know anything really I going knew in. nothing going into that series. Other than that, it's a very popular light novel. And for those who don't know what a light novel series is, it's basically like... I don't really know how to describe it, to be honest. It's a Japanese-based term. And it's it's mostly just like smaller novels. But not yeah. even that. Like I don't they know just what the like, actual... They kind of just feel like regular novels, honestly. Yeah. That's just the way they segment it is different than like a regular novel kind of here where it's not, this is novel one, a complete wrapped up story of, of Percy Jackson or of Harry Potter. It's just, this is volume one, which contains this many chapters of this light, light novel story. But yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's a little bit more unique, I would say in terms yeah. of uh, its content. 
And yeah, I really, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's like slice of lifey, but it's also supernatural. Slice of life, supernatural. Um, the, the reading order is v- mature. <laughs> mature, but it's also just like, it's for reading the series, you kind of just like pick. It's, it's weird because the fourth book, which is technically a prequel to the series, yes. you get introduced to two main characters. I'd say like three main characters. And then you go into like the actual official first book. And one of those characters is just not important anymore. Yep. They kind of like pop up here and there. But then if you go to what's technically book five, that book is all about that one character that showed up in the first yep. like fourth book and then yep. doesn't appear again. Um, but then it's interesting because each like there's light novels inside the light novels. There's a lot going on. It's like the, the Bakuman Goddary, which I think is the monster's tale. Those are like two and ones light novels which is super weird because that's not a common thing like there's unless it's like a collection of stories but it's not because it's only two um I'm, go- I'm getting off track but anyways um i'm very interested in continuing this series it's going to be a lot and it's going to be a dedication because there's technically 21 books are you going to be watching the anime at all from what you've told me probably not for a while just because you said it's very wordy yes very wordy. when i mean wordy and i mean subs. text on screen yeah. Um, At least I don't think there's a dub. I don't know. It's got a very unique style, stylization to the anime, I think, that I don't think I've seen anything like it since either. I did watch um, clips from the movie. Yes. Because there's the show, and then there's the sequel show, and then there's a sequel, sequel show, and then there's a movie, which was... Three the movies, yeah, the prequel. prequel, but it's only based on one book. Yes, correct. It's just, but I'm super excited. I'm probably still gonna, yeah. Oh, okay, so there's first season arcs. Oh my gosh, twenty eight episodes. I'm so confused. I'm looking through this and I'm just getting more and more confused. But it's yeah, fine. It's one of those series. I had to look up how to watch it. I just watched it in release order. Good call. For the most part, is how I ended up watching it. I'm just trying to see if there is a dub or not. But you think you're right. There, won't, there isn't going to be. I don't believe there is. There it's is. definitely going to be. One, and it's one that just will, you have to pay attention to. There's a lot of flashing of things on screen. For Even only, reading it, you got to pay attention. I was pausing for in the anime, like when they have certain flashes of mm-hmm. pages, kind of almost like you have to read this, but it flashes so quickly that you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, it's almost worse than Attack on Titan. Oh, you mean like the, like, out, like when it goes um, in, the, in the middle of the episodes yeah, where it's just like flashing like, the like episode like the commercial break yeah and, and it gives yeah, you like there's a two it's, second it's like that but not for commercial break just in terms of like the stylization yeah. of it, that they handled it i'd definitely be interested and i also i believe gray is collecting the manga yes gray because is if you watched his recent youtube video um he of got a haul, yeah. of his haul he did get a couple of the mangas of it i believe yes he's been he's been collecting the manga but the manga is so far back I'm not surprised. Like I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's still only on Bakuman Goddary. Damn. Because it only just recently got a manga adaptation. Started doing manga adaptation. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. Yeah, I've been reading through that. Uh, I've been reading a little bit of manga, but not too much. I've been reading a lot of the DC Green Lanterns run. Yeah. Recently. For me, it's mostly keeping up on a few of the manga that I'm reading weekly or monthly. Yeah. Um, definitely been slacking on the reading as the anime has taken most gone, of your yeah, time. Gone yeah. I think for me too, I think I'm like two weeks behind in most weeklies right now. There's a couple series I'm 
uh, I want to catch up on for anime that I'm behind on that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I haven't seen the second part of the season one of Spy Family yet. Seen a couple episodes, haven't cranked through that. Definitely want to get through that, and then I want to get through uh, the third season of Kaguya-sama: Love's War. That's fair. And there's some TV shows and movies and stuff you also got to watch that aren't anime based either. Yeah, I have a big one is Black Panther. Yep. Going to be watching that, taking some notes on it. By the time this episode comes out, Ant Man might be out by now. I'm going to pull up a calendar here quick so I can see where we're sitting. So that'd be that. Every day. So, yeah. So by the time this episode comes out, Ant Man will have just come out last Friday. Okay, and then, um, yeah. Then so then we'll have to do a Marvel-themed episode. After Ant-Man, we can discuss some of the recent Marvel titles yes. that we've watched. Phase 4-esque, because yeah. Ant-Man and Look at Phase 4 new, as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, Um. definitely have some of the shows to watch, too. Definitely have a good chunk of stuff. You do. But have time, have time. You have time. Have time to crank through it. Yes, sir, sleep is for the week. Sleep is for the week. <laughs> but anyways, moving on uh, to a couple more things on our lovely list here before we wrap up this episode. We've done a lot since we've last sat down and talked, to be honest. So the list is like, is going on, you know? We've watched a bunch. We've read a bunch. We've done our campaigns. Yep, we've got the campaigns going on. We're uh, obviously we can, we're continuing doing our best to start releasing our short content yep. for TikTok and YouTube shorts, which I think has been going pretty well. Yeah. We've been starting to do some Throwback Thursdays. Trying to. Just some fun clips from the podcast, you know, little snippets. But definitely has been, I think, a good start to the year. I think the first month has been. I can. I think we can be proud. We say of what the, the first done. month for us, but by the time this comes out, it's the it's actually good the end months. of the month. Good two months, hopefully. You let us know by the time this episode's. Out, let yeah, us know. by the time this is up, two months. But I feel like we've done a good job. I feel like we're accomplishing a lot of the goals we set forth. This will be the last episode of February. Last episode of February, guys. Because there's wow. only, well, there's technically four Wednesdays in, but in February, but one episode's already out. But uh, yeah. now we're, I feel like we're just rambling. Let's move on to the fan question. Oh, on to the fan question. All right, say less. Let's go. All right, so we have one fan question coming in from the Discord. If you're not already yes. a member of the Discord, feel free to join. The link tree is in the description to find the Discord. And yeah, there's a section right there to ask podcast questions where we will answer, answer them. them. And we'll let you know if they're answered because yeah. we'll give it a nice little checkmark emote. Exactly. Anyways. And today's comes from my dodgeball captain. Dodgeball captain. Um, For those who don't know, I joined dodgeball, dodgeball league. Dodgeball um, captain. But this one comes from Christian, and his question is, who is Matt's favorite Matt, and who is Connor's favorite Connor in any type of fiction, anime, manga, just anything and everything? And I don't know about you, Connor, but this is a a weirdly hard question to answer, but not for the reasons you think it is. Uh, it's hard because <laughs> Connor is not a very common name, apparently, in a lot of fiction. Neither is Matt, apparently. Well, I think Matt's there's a good chunk of Matt in regular fiction. For, yeah, like, that is fair. 
Con, but for yeah, for when it comes to actual superhero anime, etc. Nerd content esque. Not as much. Uh, so for Connor, we had, first one that came to my mind was Superboy. Yep. Turns out he spells his name wrong, so it can't be him. He spells his name wrong, so unacceptable. And I'm not a big Superman fan, and we've talked about it on the podcast before, so yeah. So my options are obviously this side character from high school DXD. Because who wouldn't want to be in that universe? It's true. And that's uh, Connor Jung. Don't even know who that is. Didn't even bother to look it up. Just thought <laughs> I'd mention that. Um, <laughs> but the the big ones I would say are Connor Hawk, who is the first child to Oliver Queen, who becomes the second Green Arrow. Yep. Second person to take on the mantle of Green Arrow. And Connor, the Connor from Assassin's Creed 3, I believe it is. The protagonist, Connor Kenway, who I have played assassin's creed 3 so those two are up there i'd say for best choice right behind connor the steamlined engine from thomas and thomas. friends i knew it i thought that was gonna be your number one to be honest so i'm i'm gonna go with connor hawk i mean i like i liked arrow yeah i like the green arrow i think he's follows a similar line to batman in terms of hey he has doesn't actually have powers and he's getting shite done yep Yep. In the DC universe, which is a very powerful <laughs> universe in terms of power users. Like, it really is, to be honest. Feels like Marvel, like there's obviously, don't get me wrong, there are some broken power-based characters in the Marvel universe, but there are a lot more figuring it out on their own, or the powers are just a little bit more reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Quotations, reasonable. Uh, so I'm going to go with, the, yeah, I'll go with Connor Hawk, Green Arrow, Bow and Arrow. Bow and Arrows are cool. Exactly. Um, for me, I was trying to find different characters named Matt, and I came across three of them. Uh, one of them was Matt from Digimon. Love Digimon. One of them was Matt from a mid two thousands animated show called Cyber Chase, which I don't even know if anybody listening to this podcast will know that show. And then, obviously, the most common, most popular one would be Matthew Murdoch, Matt Murdoch, aka the lawyer from Hell's Kitchen, the one and only Daredevil. Okay. And I mean, you know, that's just the, it, that just takes the cake. You know, he's a broken character, loves his love his design. We've seen him in the Daredevil TV show. He's had some animated stuff. Now he's in officially in the MCU. He's in Spider Man. Yep. She Hulk. He's, uh, he's getting his own lawyer. show again. He's getting a fourth season technically, or is it a new series? I don't know. Daredevil Born Again. Whatever. Guess we'll see how they handle it. We'll have to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's super broken, similar to Connor Hawk. He's not super powered. Just a blind dude with weapons. <laughs> well, he's got like the enhanced, enhanced senses. Yeah. But you know. That's kind of his power. Exactly. But I think we'll answer this one other question. Also. Oh, we have another question? From Christian. Oh. And that's whose sidekick would you want to be? It can be someone that has a sidekick or doesn't, but someone you'd like to apprentice under. Be the apprentice under. Hmm. I think this is an interesting question because, of course, the first thing that comes to mind if you're a Batman fan is Batman. But if you're a Batman fan, you know you don't want to yeah, be Yeah, you don't want to be Batman. Robin. What are you talking about? That sounds awful. I feel like you'd learn a lot, but it wouldn't be mm-hmm. Tony Stark. You get to be in an Iron Man suit. <laughs> Second part of it is doesn't, but someone you'd like to apprentice yeah, it doesn't ha- under. Yeah, it doesn't have mm. to be someone that actually has a sidekick. That's what makes but it would I be like, hmm, 
if I like apprentice under say a green lantern does that mean i get a green lantern ring or am i just a human that kind of just are you worthy i don't know man <laughs> i'll have to take that buzzfeed quiz and get back to you you're not worthy man it doesn't matter um hmm. the other question is if you're the psychic under it i would assume that means you're in that universe yeah is that a fair assumption yeah yeah i would think so so like why not be under kakashi that is a good point join a team Ooh. Roy Mustang. You'd be the sidekick to Roy Mustang. So you'd be an alchemist. Exactly. I think alchemist would be sick. Yeah? What, what kind of alchemy would you be into? I guess if you're under Mustang, so you're just going to be a flame alchemist. Yeah, flame alchemist. Mm. So you'd be useless in the rain. Pretty much. <laughs> it's hard because then I'm like... You could go in Nen. Be under... Um, the Zoltex would not be good. They're all torn. No, They're no, all torn. Terrible. Yeah. So that wouldn't be good. Maybe can't be jing that'd be awful too i could join like a pirate crew and just work under someone that's not really sidekicky yeah i'm gonna go with iron man kind of doesn't give a crap yeah and you get an iron man suit that's a, that's a see you i was a thinking suit of armor and the suit of armor pretty much handles everything for you that's fair See, I was thinking like Spider-Man, but then I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be and able to like stick to webs. So would be if relevant. If you're the psychic to, to a billionaire, I mean, there's probably some perks of that too. <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> you're, I think that that might be my answer. Listen, I'd like to be the sidekick to Iron Bruce Lad. Wayne. Iron Lad, no, <laughs> Iron Lad's a different character. Oh, dang it! Iron Prince. Iron Prince. There you go. Iron Man Junior. Iron Boy. <laughs> Iron Boy. Iron Boy. Um. What about, can I be a sidekick to Bruce Wayne, but not to Batman? Sounds equally bad, to be honest. Yeah, I know. He's a terrible father figure. Be a figure. sidekick to Alfred. Ah, okay. Now we're talking. Or a sidekick to you one of the Bat family. I was thinking Nightwing. Yeah, that might be that better. That won't be as bad. He won't treat you as bad. But he did have Damien <sighs> under him for a while. And then... Didn't end well either, eh? Hmm. This is difficult. It's tough. This is difficult. You know what? Sidekick under Barry Allen. Okay, that's see, that's, that's he's super smart. Now, I if feel you're like, doing that, I, it sounds like we're saying that you're gonna have super speed if that's the case. I wasn't thinking that actually. Oh, you like I would know his secret, and I would. You're like, going the My Hero Academia route. Yeah, where like he's the hero, and you're just under him. Yeah, doing whatever you do. Exactly. Oh, okay. Like you know, I could still be like a scientist. I would know that he was the Flash, and I have access to like understanding the Speed Force. Okay. But I wouldn't have super speed. But if I was a sidekick, I'd find a way to somehow be able to access it to potentially have super speed later on. I see. Yeah. Seems like it's just easier to have a suit of armor. You know, that's fair. You know what? But you can take your suit of armor. A really great AI and a billionaire guy to look up to. But I feel like Barry Allen's less of a dick than Tony Stark. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> but not as much as Batman No, Bruce. No. That's, that's, a, that's the worst one you could go for. Yeah. I'm going with Iron Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with Barry Allen. All right. There's, yeah. there's your answer. Thanks there you for are, the Christian. two questions, Christian. There are a few more that we'll get to next episode, but like we mentioned, feel free to join the Discord and ask us questions to be answered on the podcast. We do end every podcast with questions from you guys, so feel free to ask away. But I feel like this has been a nice, informative podcast, giving you guys some updates on all the cool anime manga light novels etc gave and some of the star wars news exactly and let us know what you guys are reading watching the whole shebang if you guys have any recommendations for us let us know 
than that, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Bye. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.